Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Because you remember, it was like him as a kid and he was like, boss. He was like, I'm going to drive an Aston Martin one day, boss. It's like you was not saying boss at like 10 years old. Stop. <laughs> what's up? What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. Tuesday edition. Yes, happy Tuesday. Yep, this podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here is where we keep you updated on all things hip hop culture. Yes. I am one of your hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm the other host, A Dub. Starting off this Tuesday with some Yeezy news. Okay. There may be a couple of Kanye West documentaries on the way. Oh, okay, that should be good, right? <laughs> yes, details on that coming. Plus, Kodak Black and Pooh Shiesty are going back and forth about a very, very serious matter. Too serious. Yeah, it's crazy. Also, some new music is coming our way. Lil Baby and Lil Dirk. Mm-hmm. Possibly Drake and Rick Ross. Ooh. And we got the Grammy Awards coming this Sunday. So, lots to cover. Let's get down to it. Okay, so Kanye West has documentaries coming. Something like that. So it's um, there's two Hollywood streaming services that are trying to compete to get a documentary based on Kanye West. Okay. But it's not Kanye West going to be in charge of it, <laughs> which makes it real interesting. So this is all about Kanye, but Kanye has no involvement. No, I don't think so. Because okay. both of the uh, both of the companies that are trying to make this project, they're wanting to center it on the rapper's relationship with his bodyguard, a former NYPD officer and Chippendales dancer, which is Steve Stamoulis. <laughs> <laughs> this this story is going so many ways I didn't expect. Me either, girl. Number one, the bodyguard doing the documentary. Yeah. Number two, the bodyguard was a stripper at one point. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> how do you get from Chippendales dancer to bodyguard? And I, then he was a cop. I just it's a lot yeah. to process here. Mm-hmm. But mm. how how are they going to do this without Kanye's permission? Like, are you allowed to do that? I guess. If it's just based on the bodyguard telling his story about working with Kanye West, I guess it is just on the bodyguard. And we hear a story about Kanye West, I guess. Mm, Okay, got you. Okay, that's how we get around it. All right. So, yeah. And with this bodyguard, he was around. um, He's claiming that he was around at certain times of Kanye's life where Kanye had like big appearances at the time. It was going through like a lot of different things. So he was that bodyguard was always there. And he had some stories that he can tell that came to the light ever. So that could be interesting if it is actual and not just like a clout chasing documentary because right that's my concern like okay you can tell your story but don't tell somebody else's business like that especially when they're entrusting you um to protect them to keep whatever they got going on on the low like Mm -hmm. we don't know the ins and outs of Kanye's personal life really outside of the fact that you know he was in a relationship with Kim we don't really know 
all that they were going through. So I hope this security guard doesn't come out and start trying to get the juiciest, messiest stories and put yeah. them out there. Like, I hope it's not that. And it's really actually about the experience of working with Kanye and yeah, more so the, the great things you can, you can, you know, throw some lows in there too, but don't, mm-hmm. don't out somebody's business. That's, that's my thing. Yeah. And I'm kind of not really, I'm going to say the word worried, but like, I feel like the bodyguard may go into like the time of Kanye losing his mom mm. and things like that. And it's like, is that insensitive or like, do you have any business really telling that type yeah. of thing about Kanye? Like, I don't feel that way. Yeah. Nah, you got to really watch that. And then I don't know, somehow him being a Chippendales dancer just makes me feel like it may not be on the up and up. I know I shouldn't judge yeah. him based off that, but I don't know. Something's giving me that vibe about it. No, I get the same vibe, too, because it's really like trying to become relevant again or something (laughs) like that. So we mm. shall see Mm -hmm. now um, in some tumultuous news. Yes, ma'am. Our guy, Big Brr. We love Pooh Shiesty. (laughs) We love him here. He has been going back and forth with Kodak Black basically all of yesterday. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it all started with Kodak Black just kind of saying that... um, he was he's been the main one to be flexing money, you know, putting money on your arms and, you know, fanning out the money. He's the one. So he's when you see these rappers showing out money. He's like, oh, I, I did that. That was my thing. Mm. And he called out Pooh Shiesty as one of them. Wow. Yeah. So he, he wanted to take credit. Basically, Kodak wanted to take credit for uh, starting spreading money out along your arm, showing mm. off your, your, your hundreds and your ones, your 20s, whatever. Yeah. So that's apparently a very serious thing to Kodak Black. That's what he's saying. He's the originator of spreading out money. And I really feel like I did that at like when I was a kid with Monopoly money. So <laughs> is, is he going to come at me next, Asia? Like, I don't know. I don't know. He, he better come at every single flexing rapper that has ever rapped because they've all done that. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't think Kodak has the claim or the monopoly on flexing your money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what what was their their back and forth? We got to get into that because yeah. the, the post that these two were, were sending was just hilarious to me. So um, once Kodak Black had posted that, Pooh Shiesty, you know, shared that video to his story and was saying that um, he's lost all respect for Kodak Black. So then when Pooh Shiesty put that on his story, Kodak Black was on Instagram Live and had this to say. Keep that shit cute, don't make it all that, bro. Keep that shit cute, man. Know what I'm saying? It just it, it, that's just what it is, bro. Know what I'm saying? That's just that's just what it is, bro. Know what I'm saying? I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like how he was mocking the brr. Yeah, I don't like that either. We, we take the brr very serious. He takes spreading money across your arm serious. Mm-hmm. I take the brr very serious. No, for sure. And I don't like what he did right there. I felt like that was wrong. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have singled out Pooh Shiesty. But then Pooh came back with some receipts, right? Yes, so Pooh came with like a bunch of like uh, pictures in his slide on his post, and they all have the date dating back to 2012 of him showing off money. <laughs> and then in the caption, Pooh Shicey says, The internet and fans will make a real do some hoe ish. Influence, you wasn't rapping when I was out here taking action. I just like your music, thought you was on my same time, boy. You was rapping that ish I was really living before I ever made a song. Mm. This internet don't know ish about me. If anything, uh, at Chief Keith, gets credit don't play with me i'm wrong young boy we can hit about for real all that talking gangsters keep they phone down 
<laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> well, he went in. You could tell uh, he felt some type of way about that. And I would, too. It's because, like, you would come at him at that over all the things you could come at somebody over. That mm-hmm. was, like, the most trivial reason to, yeah. to come at somebody. But like um, the money, that's the argument here? Like, okay. <laughs> I just feel like there's a million and one things we could be arguing about. And uh, that's probably number one million on the list. Yeah, I would <laughs> never thought I'd see the day where that is a who's taking credit for uh, flexing money. All right, on to uh, more important things. Yeah. <laughs> Lil Baby and Lil Dirk have confirmed a joint album. Yeah. Now, this is insane because mm-hmm. I feel like at the forefront right now is, of course, Lil Baby. We've been talking about how he's been on a run these past few years, honestly. Yeah. Like these past two years. Mm-hmm. And Lil Dirk, I feel like, is creeping up right behind him with that. So. To see that these two are about to get together, this is going to be crazy. Like, what's the details on this? Like we said on yesterday's episode, Asia, about um, Little Baby not doing so good in a basketball game. People (laughs) was talking about him. So, yeah, Little Baby went on his Instagram story and shared a picture of him and Dirk. And he was like, hey, y'all tell Little Dirk, let's drop the tape. Ooh. Sounds to me like the tape is already recorded. Me too. Because if it wasn't, he would have said, oh, tell Little Dirk, let's do the tape. Right, he said drop it. But he said drop it, meaning it's already locked and loaded, like ready Mm -hmm. to go. So what's up with that? We need that. Yeah, so no more details as of right now, but Lil Baby put it out there. So I'd be be all for a Lil Baby and Lil Dirt joint tape, for real. Yes, me too. Now, speaking of joint tapes. Yes. We might might be getting the the lemon pepper mixtape. Woo! (laughs) Now, of course, yesterday we did our whole breakdown on the new Drake three-pack that he put out. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, now they are saying that there might be a Drake Rick Ross collab coming, like a whole whole production, whole tape, or yeah. Okay. According to Chad Ochocinco Johnson, he responded to a rap caviar tweet, and the rap caviar tweet said, "Drake and Ross have been cooking up for a decade. What's their best collab?" Oh. So yeah, Ochocinco he said, "Forget that question." He came back and he put the joint album that they're doing together will unseat all the projects that they've done to date. Well, damn. Okay. <laughs> so he said that like he knew it for a fact that they yeah. are working on a joint album together. Hmm. I wonder how that's going to be. Mm. I'm getting real like, um, because it's so funny. I was listening to Aston Martin music like the other day and I yeah. saw the video and it was just like, the video was corny, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> whoa, there will be no Rick Ross slander on this DX Daily podcast. No, None at all. Because you remember it was like him as a kid and he was like, boss. He was like, I'm going to drive an Aston Martin one day, boss. It's like you was not saying boss at like 10 years old. Stop. <laughs> So, but I think that tape coming together brings me back to that video of like them, like in front of the cars, rapping, like real, like nostalgic, low key. Yeah. 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 No, I think they would definitely bring that to this tape. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I wonder if this is just Chad Ocho trying to manifest this or say it and act like he knows, or if he really knows some inside information. Cause I feel like he tweeted it with such conviction that I felt like he actually knows something on the inside. Yeah, and that kind of wonders me, too, of, like, if if I was an artist and, like, my people knew, like, my business, but I really want them tweeting it, so... Right. You know, because a couple people have done that, like, um, I forgot what producer that was that said the Drake album was coming that night. I forgot who that was. Mm. And it's just, like, and he was, like, a post and delete. I forgot his name. But yeah, I remember that. So it's, like, these people just coming out being, like, oh, tape dropping tomorrow, or they got a tape already. It's, like, who said you could say that? You know? <laughs> See, this is what I went back to about telling people business. Like, yeah. just cool, pump your brakes. But I'm glad he told us this. I'm not going to lie. Now I'm excited for And it. I hope it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's move on from that and get into the Grammys because they're coming up this Sunday. Yes. 
Yeah, this lineup, they got a nice little lineup. I see little baby on the bill, so I'm there automatically. Meg the Stallion's up here, Roddy Rich, Cardi B, the baby. You got Billie Eilish, Doja Cat, mm -hmm. Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, you know, a, a very diverse crowd. Yeah, very diverse. A lot of performances, too. Yeah, there's at least like 20 names on this list, right? Yeah, easily, <laughs> easily. <laughs> Who are you most excited to see, though? Like, who's going to make you tune in, if you are tuning in? Yeah, I think I'm going to tune in this year, but um, I'm excited for the baby, of mm -hmm. course, see what he does. Um, Cardi B, I'm with her visuals on stage are going to be dope. And Doja Cat really has been, has really good performance visuals too. So I'm excited for those three. What about you? Yes, of course. I got to pull up on Meg. Yep. Roddy Rich. we haven't seen him in a while. He's been teasing this tape. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been teasing Feed the Streets 3. And I want to see if he's going to debut a new song for us or something. Is he going to just go with the box? Like what, what is Roddy going to do? I'm very curious because we haven't heard anything new musically from him since he dropped the album. So yeah, this is going to be interesting. I, I feel like he's going to surprise us. I don't know what the surprise is going to be, but mm -hmm. I feel like Roddy is just going to pop out with something unexpected. Yeah, I think so, too, since he has been kind of like MIA here and there a little bit. Yeah, you can tell Roddy's been gearing up. So, like, are they going to do it virtually this year or is this going to be live in person? What What are they giving us? Um, I feel like I've seen the baby go to L.A. and was doing some filming. I think it's going to be at least the performances are pre-recorded to some part, but mm. there's no uh, live audience. I saw there's going to be five stages that's put together like in a circle. So they'll be facing each other. Um, four stages are for performing and one stage is for presenting. And then the crew members are going to be like in the middle, like working around. Oh, but it's like I know I've seen a couple artists go to L.A., Okay. To pre-film their performances, so... Okay, so it's going to be so half half live, half virtual, hybrid type of thing going on. Yeah, I think so. so I think interesting. that's interesting. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how it comes out on TV. All right, well, I will tune in. Hopefully, they can keep my attention because I've been known to fall asleep on the Grammys okay. in past years, okay? So, but with some of these performers they got, I think I'll be I'll be around for the whole thing, especially to see Roddy, Meg, the baby, those people we named. Yeah. I might stick around this year. Yeah, same here. Oh, yeah. Um, while we were mentioning Meg, mm -hmm. she is partnering with Fashion Nova to give away a million dollars for Women's History Month. A million, a million, a million, a million, yes. Yes. Go off, Meg. So, you know, we have to honor that, recognize that for today mm -hmm. um, because it's still International Women's Month. International Women's Day was yesterday. Yep. You know, we big up Queen Latifah. So we're going to keep just bigging up the ladies that are out here doing it, out here making moves, making impact and inspiring. For sure. Yeah, love that. Love that for Meg. That's what's up. For sure. Mm -hmm. All right. That's going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms. Mm -hmm. We're spreading. We're, we're growing up. We're glowing. Yes, we're yes. glowing. You saw we cracked that top 50 on the Apple Music Podcast. We did. Um, thank you. Thank you. For all music podcasts in the U.S. That is major. We're only three months old and we out here cracking podcast charts. Come on. We're doing good, girl. Yes. So make sure you subscribe to DX Daily. Tell your friends to subscribe and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, at HipHopDX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at AsiaSky on all platforms. Listen, Asia is spelled A-S-H-I-A. -A. You know, <laughs> for some people that was trying to find me but spelled the name wrong, mm -hmm. I just want to spell that out for you. And Sky is S-K-Y-E, so just hit me up at AsiaSky. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at A-Dub, A-Y-E-E-E-D-U-B-B. Hey, all right. <laughs> we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.